When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to reframe something. We're going to try to. We're going to think about it in a different way. Because I did that two-part thing on emergency preparedness, and there were two very common comments in in the comment section. Um, one was, where are we going? And we'll get to that. that. That one's easy to explain. The other one is, why? Why should I do this? Part of that is the idea of it's never going to happen here. Um, which is funny because one of the people, and I, I warned him I was going to make fun of this, uh, <laughs> said that, you know, you seem so rational about every other topic except for this one. Mm, it can happen here. Thinking that it can't or that you may never be faced with an emergency, that, that might be a little irrational. Um, however, I can't say that I really, uh, blame the association of emergency preparedness and being irrational because a large community within those who like to be prepared are less than rational about some things. So it's, it's a fair association. However, that doesn't mean that the behavior itself is irrational. Taking it to an unjustified extreme is. You don't uh, have to start reading outlets that talk about you know, the UN and black helicopters if uh, just because you, know, you put back some extra food. So we're gonna reframe the way we think about this. Rather than thinking of it as emergency preparedness or prepping, it is insurance and a savings account. You have homeowner's insurance, right? If you, if you own a home, you do, I would imagine. Why? Most of the things covered, um, for the loss of your home anyway, those are extreme scenarios. They're not really that likely to happen. However, it's a big loss if it does. Same principle. And that is why you also see people prepare for the most extreme scenarios for two reasons. One, if you're prepared for the most extreme, you're prepared for the little ones. The second is it's a lot like your homeowner's insurance company is like, okay, well, we can give you a $10 million policy or a $10,000 policy, and the $10 million policy is a dollar more a month. You're going to pick the $10 million one. Um, it doesn't cost much more to be prepared for like the most extreme scenarios than it does to be prepared for those that are more likely. And since preparing for the most extreme also prepares you for the most likely, it's better to go that route. So that's why people uh, prepare for some of the wilder possibilities. Um, now, you have a savings account. 
right? And if you don't, you'd probably like one. This is a savings account of tangible assets that you use in your daily life, your disposables, putting back food or whatever. This is stuff that you would use. And that's what it is. It's a savings account. You have a savings account for unforeseen emergencies, things that pop up that you didn't plan for. People look at this and they associate it with disaster. And yeah, that's, that, that's part of it. However, what if you lose your job? Be really cool to have like, you know, 30 or 90 days worth of food, right? Get rid of that bill. It's the same principle. You're preparing for emergencies. Doesn't just have to be major ones. Now, as far as the idea that it, it wouldn't happen to you or you wouldn't need it. Hurricanes, blizzards, earthquakes, forest fires, all of these things, <laughs> floods, they occur all the time in the United States. And when they occur, you might have trouble getting what you need. If you already have it, that's one less worry. It's just removing you're just taking worries off of the table. That's really what you're doing. If you go through and you do long-term storage stuff, you get it put back, you don't have to worry about it again. And then if something happens, you don't have to worry about it. You're done. You know that you have this. It's peace of mind. When people start panic buying because of a news story or whatever, it doesn't affect you. You don't have to rush out because you already have it. You're already set up. And that's what a lot of it is about. You're not actually having to deal with the effects of whatever the emergency is in most cases. You're having to deal with a bunch of panicked people. And that's what you want to avoid. You want to stay one step ahead of them. So there's two guys. <laughs> They're out camping. One morning, they walk out, and there's a mountain lion just chilling right outside the tent. And this one guy, he starts putting on his sneakers. The guy next to him's like, you are never going to outrun a mountain lion. I don't have to outrun the mountain lion. That's what you're trying to do. Stay one step ahead, and then you don't have to worry about any of the human problems that uh, are associated with disasters because you don't have to go out if the average person in the United States the average person has a week to two weeks of food in their home if you have 30 days you'll probably be able to avoid dealing with the worst of whatever happens you know order may be restored normalcy may come back in that time period. Um, the other thing is that after Hurricane Michael, I did a bunch of uh, relief stuff down in Panama City. I was able to do that because we were already taken care of here. Um, being prepared for an emergency is a lot like being on an airplane and putting your mask on first then you can help the person sitting next to you. There's a lot of philosophical stuff that goes along with this. I'll put some links down below 
um, to videos about it. But it, it's not just for uh, right-wing loons. It, it's for everybody. Uh, being prepared can only help. Now, where are we going? That's just terminology. <laughs> People call it a bug out bag, but um, imagine Hurricane Sandy up north. A whole bunch of people stuck in their homes, no power. That bag has everything they need to cook, everything they need to see, gives them entertainment. Whatever you put in your bag is what you're going to have available. It's not really for bugging out. Uh, but it is better to have it in something mobile in case you do have to evacuate because the whatever the emergency is, whatever the unforeseen circumstance is may require you to evacuate to somewhere else. It's better to have all your stuff ready to go. So just because you're calling it a bug out bag doesn't necessarily mean you're disappearing off into the woods. But this is something that I, I I can't stress enough. It's one of those things that if you need it, you're going to be really happy that you have it. And our, uh, our government here in the United States, their track record for dealing with emergencies is not good. And we've learned nothing from this. Nothing. We can tell from the response. Um, there's still no unified response even after all this time. It's all ad hoc. And the longer it is less than organized, the longer this is going to go on. But it's one of those things that goes back to the whole, one of the whole premises of this channel. You know, you have to lead yourself. There are some times when an emergency happens, the National Guard, FEMA, whoever, they're not going to be there for a while. And until then, it's just us. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.